Hey guys, welcome into the Corked Up podcast episode. Episode. It's just an episode that we're going to be talking about. Uh, not a whole lot going on, Frank. We, we did our baseball episode. Uh, we've done basketball. Um, we got another week before the draft. The NFL draft is right around the corner. Um, and like we said, guys, Frank and I are going to be doing our own draft. Um, obviously, it won't be live because it is a podcast, so it doesn't really work like that. Um, but we'll kind of post some of the video if, we, if you know, we can screen share and record this, you know, record the screen as well. You kind of get a chance to see what we were doing and, you know, what we were doing live as well. But, um, yeah, we definitely want to do some stuff. Um, Frank's, you know, we're going to get our, dra- our, our, our drafts graded and things like that. But figured we needed a week to unwind, you know, vaccines are rolling out, you know, guys are just kind of hanging out and uh, not a whole lot going on, Frank. Um, we're in that weird period where baseball season's kind of just starting, basketball season's right about to wrap up and head into the playoffs. Um, so Frank, you had an interesting topic you wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so we are going to dive in to the Jake Paul fight. I think everyone, you know, that knows me knows how big of a boxing fan that I am and Jack, not so much, but I was interested because in the boxing, I'm in different forums and things and interact with people who are just as hardcore of a boxing fan as I am. Some of them are even more hardcore. They'll stay up till like two, three in the morning to watch like a fight in Thailand and shit. I mean, they're, they're nuts. Um, and they have some pretty harsh views. And it made me think like, because I don't necessarily agree with them, but I was like, I do want to know some, you know, the opinions of someone who does not follow the sport that much. But obviously this was in the headlines. Um I mean, every one of his fights, and hey, he's, he's huge. He's one of the biggest YouTubers of all time, right? So it's like if, if you're not under a rock, um, you know, it, it, it's hard It's hard to ignore. Um, so we, we will dive into that. I, I will say before we get going, because while there's not a lot going on in the sports world, um, I, there was a, a big verdict that happened just before we started recording this, and hopefully with the sentencing in a couple of months, uh, uh, an even bigger win um, but there was justice for George Floyd, which I, I, I'm, I'm beyond ecstatic about. Uh, so that is obviously huge news, uh, that, that came in today. Um, and I was just telling my coworkers today, how optimistic I was that this one just felt different. Uh, and I was glad that I was right. Cause I've been wrong before in, 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 in these sorts of cases. And <clears throat> while this isn't a political podcast, this isn't, you know, a social commentary podcast. The one thing that, that I refuse to do is, you know, be silenced on things like that because maybe a listener or two doesn't want to hear it. Uh, you know, and, and, and I even prefaced that I shouldn't have in saying like, this isn't a political podcast. There was nothing political about that, right? Like a, a, a man got killed on video. We all saw it. This isn't democratic. This isn't Republican. This isn't anything like that. We, we saw what we saw and justice was served. So I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. And I'm hoping that, um, Quite frankly, I'm hoping that they, they make an example out of Derek Chauvin. I, I, I think, you know, in conversations that I've had, we've seen so many black and brown people in this country get, you know, quote unquote, made examples out of on their third strike with like a dime bag or something. And now they're in jail for 20 something plus years. And now all of a sudden weed is legal. And, you know, it's 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 the capitalists who, who get to uh, pr- uh, predominantly white capitalists who get to see the fruits of that labor. Right. And, um, so quite frankly, I, I I'm ready for the game to start switching a little bit and, and him be, you know, made an example out of. So I definitely want to make sure that, that I, I, I touched on that 
before we dug in, because obviously, while we're saying there's not much big going on, it's true in the sports world, in in the non-sports world, um, you know, there, there was pretty big news that that I know we were both pretty excited about. Adam, did you have any any commentary or anything on that before we get going with the uh, with the Jake Paul fight? Yeah, I mean, I was <clears throat> I was actually pleasantly surprised that they uh, found him guilty on all three. I, I saw a lot of things like, oh, maybe they'll just get him, you know, manslaughter. I, I didn't have <laughs> high expectations because I, I mean, how many times have we seen this? Ah, it's a clear cut case. How could you go, you know, this way or that way? Like, I mean, it's it's it, you know, it's just it is what it is, like that type of stuff. And then you you get the verdict and you're like, how? How? how like, what is it that's gonna fucking change like what do we need to see and apparently apparently this is what you need to see and i think it's um i i think it's it's interesting how the change in technology is seemingly starting to play a lot into this because i mean without that video frank i mean this doesn't go anywhere right i mean it doesn't have half the voice that it probably it, it should have now i mean it's just like getting a chance for people to really see what's going on. And, and, and part of that goes back to uh, the soldier that we were talking about last week where he, I think this was off air, um, but he drives to a gas station because he knows he wants to be in a place with enough light. Like mm-hmm. just like these things that people start thinking about now, because they know more than likely someone, if you know, will will try their best to, to, you know, make, make it public. And, and get public opinion and and I mean seems to be maybe maybe we're at that turning point now and we'll see what happens at sentencing. Yeah. Obviously, it's probably not going to be good for Derek Chauvin, but at this point, who the fuck cares about him? Yeah, you know and, I mean? and and you know with that though, you know me and my wife talk about a lot of this, um, and I, I had told her like, you know, look at like the original stories. There's been a lot of debate about the the kid who got shot by the cops in in Chicago in the little village neighborhood. Oh, well, he had a gun and this and that. Okay, let, let, let's throw the semantics aside. The original report was that he aimed a gun and was going to fire it at the cop, which was not true. No. And what we, what we do know, I mean, just look at the history of this country, is that the, the quote-unquote winners tell the story. So when you look at the original reports of George Floyd and they said, oh, like the original report that came out for George Floyd out of the Minnesota PD was that, oh, um, man dies in in uh, medical incident with uh, being reprimanded by the cops. If there's no footage of this, you just, that's all you have is, is the quote unquote winner. You know what I mean? I don't literally mean it that, but just sort of the, the, the phrase of that, like the winners get to tell the story. Like they, they're able to say whatever it is that they want. Because we don't have video, we have no idea what happened with Sandra Bland. We have no idea because there was no, but now that we have these videos and see things, that direct, that, that, that initial story gets to be proven wrong at the very least. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, ho- ho- hopefully things like this are the turning point, and and maybe this particular case makes makes people think twice before they before they do dickhead shit like that. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I, I hope it just starting the conversation, right? Like that's that's all you can do. And I I thought seeing his family and their reaction to the news was was great. I know it's, I mean, you still have some dumbass remarks from people who want to appear they're on the the right side of it but i mean i i saw i saw someone uh stephen holder who's a, a writer for uh the athletic for the indianapolis colts i think he put it perfectly he said I, as as you know as grateful as i am that he was convicted 
it doesn't feel like a win. Like a guy still yeah. lost his life. It's yeah. not, you know, so I think that's, you know, something you do, you should remember. And obviously you'd rather it go this way than the other of way. Of course. Like, right. But it's, it's still not, you know, it's, it's, it's just something to remember. Like, it's hard to feel like this is, you know, he didn't sacrifice, like George Floyd didn't sacrifice his life for this. Like he, he wasn't a political activist going out of his way. He was a dude walking home who got fucking murdered. Like, yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's, it's so weird. Like, isn't it telling that we have to celebrate right? Cause we didn't expect it to go this way. Like, I, I think that's the biggest thing is like people yeah. were so pessimistic and rightfully so. I don't know why, like, well, I do know why I was optimistic, but not to keep going down the rabbit hole. And usually I'm not, I'm a very pessimistic person, especially when it comes to the system, but People were pessimistic, rightfully so. The system has not been for black and brown people in this country, uh, yeah. point blank period, right? So it's like the fact that we're celebrating something that should be pretty cut and dry is very telling. Yeah, uh, yeah. About and this I country I, and where we're at. I just think, you know, it. part of it is you just need to really unpack everything, have some context to the situation, and, and hopefully this does just become like any other law case, you know, like moving forward, like, I, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that certain people are still out there being like, well, you know, he's a cop. He, he, he was afraid he was doing what he needed. He thought he needed to do. Then he shouldn't have been a cop. Like that's, yeah. like, that's my biggest argument for, for the, the conversation to be had uh, for Adam Toledo and in, in, in Chicago and little village Oh well, he, you know he's uh, he, he thought the thir- he thought the the kid was gonna shoot him, so he was scared of a thirteen year old. Like, yeah. If 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 he was that, and, and granted, anyone with a gun can be scary, but he's a trained professional. He should yeah. he should know how to deal with those types of situations. But we know why. Well, we know that, why. Yeah, of course. I I mean, you can't. You it's hard to have those conversations because Kyle Rittenhouse killed two people and ran the cops and said, hey, like. I, Come here. And nothing happened to him. He just killed it. He's, he's a live threat, quite literally. You know, you have um, you have uh, I'm blanking on his name. The, Dylan the, Roof. Dylan the Roof, who, who shot up the, the, the church in and was it Alabama or Mississippi? And gets Burger King. And gets Burger King from that. So th- that's the whole point is, you know, it seems like cops follow protocol and they, they're not the judge, jury and executioner for everybody. Um, and there seems to be a, a, a pretty easy common denominator that you know, you can, you can single out pretty historically, but I do, uh, you know, there's no easy segue, but before we get out, I, I will say if you guys have not, and Jack, this goes for you too. There, there's this awesome docu-series on HBO called exterminate all the brutes. Um, and it's about the history of white supremacy and just real, like the, the real history of the Spaniards and the British coming over and like quite literally taking this land from, uh, the native Americans and then, taking Africans over to, to, uh, work on that. I mean, it, it, it's, it's disgu- the history of this country is disgusting and really learning that, you know, watching that le- over the last few years, reading different books and really understanding, you know, I, I joke a lot and like, Oh, like call me running Buffalo. But like, I really do take pride in knowing that I am native American. Like once I got that 23 and me, like I'm Mexican, but knowing that, you know, I, my me- part of me being Mexican is me being native American. That's the same bloodline. So understanding that, I also have Spanish blood in me that probably wasn't there by choice. You know what I mean? And like really, really understanding this nation's history. What I've come away with is when you talk about reforming or changing this country is you can't really reform anything that's doing what it was supposed to do. 
this is a plant. This is a, a you know white supremacy's fingerprints are all over this nation. So you can't reform something when the roots are that. If that right. makes sense. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's a it's a lot to unpack. Like I said, um, it's it's there. There's a Frank. I'm gonna give you a recommendation now as well. There's a, <laughs> there's a documentary called White Boy on Netflix. It's about a white boy Rick. That, <laughs> of the drug kingpin in detroit it's it's one of the most yeah, insane yeah, yeah. stories well they made I, didn't they make a movie about him too yeah uh, I, I think i think so but like i mean <laughs> just the story itself is i horrible. heard i heard that's a I, I i gotta watch that i gotta check that one out i mean it has nothing to do with what we, with what we were talking about but you gave me a recommendation so i'm gonna give yeah, you one that's a little bit lighter like it's it's definitely not like it won't make you feel anything but you'll just sit there being like all right i kind of have an idea of where this is going and then this giant, like this giant hitman who's fucking sitting there, he like lifts up his shirt and he's just got like scar, like a giant ass scar this way. He's like, yeah, I've been shot like seven times, and I'm like, where the fuck is this going? And it's, it's, it's insane. It's That's it's, That's it's a great. wacky story, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, so 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 moving on again. No, there's no real. It was a weird segue, but I I did feel the need to get that to get that off of my chest, just you know, with e- even on a smaller platform. Um, but just to, uh, onto the Jake Paul fight, uh, a decent amount to unpack there too. And I don't anticipate this episode being too long, so we're, they're not going to be like crazy deep dives. But the one thing that I've seen as a boxing fan is I've seen, I've seen some boxers, some amateurs, some pro, I've seen some really big fans, uh, you know, just have this sentiment that like, man, like this is bad for boxing. Like th- this is making it like a joke or it's, you know, like Jake Paul is making a mockery of the sport. And while I have my own thoughts as a pretty hardcore boxing fan, I did want you to like, what, how, what do you, as someone who doesn't necessarily keep up with boxing uh, that much, if at all, what do you think just about those statements? Like the sentiment of Jake Paul being bad for boxing, but then also like making it a mock or like it's some mockery uh, for the sport. Yeah. I think people who think it's making a mockery of boxing, I mean, they, they must not just like, I, I think they're only saying that because they, they kind of just assume that's really the only thing that's, that's going on in, in, yeah. in boxing. Like there are real fights happening, but people just maybe don't know. Cause I mean, I, I know you're a huge boxing fan, and, but I know you'd also be the first to admit that they, they right now have kind of a, a marketing problem in terms of just, either it, it seems like they've been kind of replaced by UFC in terms of just what people know about. Um, but yes, I mean, just people not looking into what the actual matchup is. They see it's Jake Paul and they just assume it's going to be a clown show regardless. And I know you actually had a thought regarding the fight that maybe it wasn't such a clown show, um, which is interesting, but I mean, people in the boxing community, there, there's no way to me that people are mad about this stuff because they know it, it is what it is. And, I would hope people also understand boxing isn't something that you can just do. Like, it's not something like, yes, Jake Paul is a YouTuber who knocked out a professional basketball player, but Nate Robinson is a professional basketball player. Like, he's not a boxer. Like it just, I don't know what, how people look at that stuff and think Jake Paul is a good boxer just because of that. Like uh, it's, it's so funny to me how, huge boxing used to be in this country and then it just for whatever it like for it just kind of disappeared it is it, it's 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 strange and i'm sure frank could you know go on for hours talking about how 
know, that how that happened and why it's out of the public eye and this and that. I wonder if, honestly, like, as gambling, sports gambling becomes more popular and, and legal in more and more states, that maybe it, maybe it's a comeback. Maybe that's kind of its, its track. Because I, I feel like boxing, you know, betting on boxing is one of the best things to do. Like, it's just fun to do. Um, I don't think it – I would hope people know who Jake Paul is. And, and that it's just it is what it is. It's it's enter- it's a show. It's not real. It's not real boxing. It's just it's a show. It's a guy trying to make money and you know any way he can. So yeah, those are kind of my my outsider views. I don't speak for all outsiders, Frank. That's just that's how I saw it. No, for sure. And but it, it's funny that your your last point was that he he wants to make money and and people have this misconception that like oh like UFC is bigger like the UFC doesn't do better numbers than boxing does. It doesn't pull in the same yeah. amount of revenue that boxing does. Cause if it did, Jake Paul would be <laughs> doing a MMA. UFC fight. <laughs> yeah. He would be doing an MMA. Like bo- boxing it, it, while it isn't a mainstream sport anymore, it has thrived. It has been thriving yeah. since the Mike Tyson days. Really. And you talk about financially, like Mike Tyson was the first fighter to ever make $25 million in a fight that escalated with Oscar De La Hoya that escalated with Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather made 200 million, his base pay with Manny Pacquiao. And then, you know, it, when you count the the pay per view money, I, I, they both wound up with like he wound up like three fifty. I think Manny made like two seventy five. Like there is a lot of money. You're talking about uh, Tyson Fury and 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 uh, and Deontay Wilder both made upwards of a hundred million dollars for that. Like there is a lot of money in boxing. Now you talk about why it isn't in the mainstream anymore. I, there's probably two major factors of they added more weight classes, so there used to be just like. It would go, you know, lightweight, welterweight, middleweight. And then they put like what they call the tweener classes because they were yeah. big jumps to get to those other weights. And that added just kind of more people to the talent pool. Because if you were a tweener then, it's like you had to pick, do I want to drain myself to go down or do I want to be pudgy and move up, right? And it's like, yeah. so that added more to it, a little bit more to keep up with. And then each belt started releasing more than one belt. It was, it was very weird. There's a lot of belts within each weight division where – even me as a as a pretty big boxer, I get confused sometimes as to who's the super champion, who's the interim, and who it, it gets to be ridiculous. So I think those were the two. But in terms of you know what Jake Paul has been doing, um, it's comparable to me of, of almost like you know celebrity pickup basketball games or celebrity yeah. game. like it's it, it's no different than that. It's not like this guy you know just came in, started you know been training for ten years as a really good boxer and like all right we're gonna throw him in and he's gonna get a chance against. I don't know, Floyd Mayweather or like Manny Pacquiao for like a real fight for real $200 million. That would be insane. You can't, you can't do that. Even though it would sell well and all that, like the money would be there. You just can't, you can't sanction that. You can't do anything like that. Right. But it's like, I think what boxing fans fail to realize, or maybe just don't remember or don't know is like, this is what regular boxers do once their career's over with. Like Mike Tyson just had a fight with Roy Jones and they look like two grandpas out. I mean, they are grandpas, I think actually. And it's like, um, Muhammad Ali fought a kangaroo. And he fought like a he fought a wrestler. Like he fought Superman. A, he fought Superman. I mean, you you this is a lot of the times I think in, in boxing it's it's not as um, easy, or maybe there just isn't as much opportunity now that I'm thinking about it to be like post boxing I can be a commentator. I can do this like where the NFL can do that. I can be in a front office. Like there isn't really that for boxing. So a lot of these guys what they do, and I'm not speaking Jake Paul. I'm just making it general right now of like. 
they're like, I, I only know how to box. I'm going to keep doing this for as long as I can to continue to make money. So what I mean is they put on some pretty wild ass shows to continue to make money and that's all they can do. So like when I look at someone like Jake Paul, I don't think it's any different than that. Um, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's a guy who's very popular who not for nothing, you know, he, he's never going to be able to beat like a top 100 guy or like top amateurs or anything at cruiserweight. Cause that's, that's the way division he, he would hypothetically fight in. He's never going to reach those types of levels, but for what he is, he, his fundamentals aren't bad. He's been training for three, four years. Like he's clearly been taking the sport pretty serious, which is why I think this show isn't going to last for too much longer. You can't keep fighting guys like Nate Robinson and other YouTubers and, you know, MMA guys with zero stand-up uh, background because you are going to hurt someone. Like he's very seriously training. And it, I think it's very clear that from a fundamental standpoint, if he fights regular Joes and guys who have no boxing background or or just stand-up background in general, it, you can't keep – people aren't going to keep paying for it because it's, it's – it's, it's it's dangerous. Like it, it doesn't matter how little or how you know much you've trained, you can't keep fighting guys with no hope like that. Like that's a bit. Rare. But then on the flip end, it's like we're not going to throw him in against Oleksandr Usyk, the best cruiserweight in the world, because he's going to get fucking quite literally killed if he fights <laughs> someone like that. So I, I don't think the show lasts very much longer. He, he he's going to have to transition, I think, into something a little bit different. Um, but in terms of like mockery of the sport and such, I, I just think that that's a bit, if you don't want to watch the fight, don't watch the fight. I personally watched it and I, I thought it was funny. I, I, you know, it was just like, here comes a guy who, I mean, doing his thing. I, it, it's not, I think people maybe take things a little too serious sometimes. Like, could you imagine like the, the, the celebrity all-star game and they're like, Snoop Dogg can't even use his left fucking hand. What's going on here, man? Like, <laughs> like what are we talking yeah. about? Well, so so to to that point, I, I think a lot of of the mockery aspect of it is because of who Jake Paul is and how people know him. He's a clown, right? Like like he is just verbatim a clown. It, what he does, how he got famous, he's yeah. just a clown. Like you, you can't take him seriously. So I think when people see him boxing. And making money from it. I think that might be why people get mad about it. Because it's like, why are we giving him the time of day when he so clearly doesn't deserve it? He's a, just a, he's, he's a clown. He's a buffoon. Like, that's how people see it. I think that probably is where the mockery element comes in from it. Because, like, I, I'm taking your word for it in the sense that he, he, he looked good. Like, I mean, I got to be honest, the knockout looked like a legit knockout. But again, it's the context of it. I what I read from it was that the guy he knocked out was a UFC guy who whose background was in grappling. So not <laughs> nothing to do with stand up, you know, take blows, figure out, you know, what, you know, the watch and wait type stuff like actual legit boxing. So, I mean, I mean, it's great that he looks like a, a, a real he, a real boxer, but if he's not doing it against somebody, but see, this is the thing, Frank, I'm telling you this. If he were to go up against a legit boxer, I think regardless of safety concerns, it would be an enormous draw because I think people would want to see him get his ass knocked out by a real, like a, by a professional, like oh, as, as fair as it is or not. But I mean, like, if I'm being honest with you, I would love to see it because it's just like the way that he's built his brand. It's just like, he's just this fucking clown. Like, and nobody oh, no, likes sure. him other than like he's, teenage girls. 
Right. Preacher. Him and his brother both built that platform. Uh, I mean, they're 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 weird online people. I I get it, but I think what people fail to realize in in calling it like a mockery for a sport, he would have made money doing whatever he felt like. Like th- these guys have capitalized off of their names and off of their likeness. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they were. So it's like, but he just he's boxing for a little bit. He's gonna be done with that. He's gonna. Who fucking skateboarding that? Who fucking know? Like, he's going to make money, however, he's just so popular that anything that he does, he's going to make money off of it. You know what I right. mean? So I, I don't take it too serious because I, I don't think that this does anything for the sport of boxing and not for nothing. The event, like, Triller, like, people had their complaints. It was a little long. It was probably too much music, but like, it was a cool little event. Like, let's just do, like, have you, you can have a little fun. I, but you, your points are taken, and I agree with them. He, he, he is a, a clown and he sort of built that you know that cachet with the public of like probably anything that he touches people are just going to be like oh here goes this fucking guy again um but for what it is in the sport of boxing it's not it's not completely abnormal i mean butterbean was doing that in the 90s and shit like he wasn't a legit boxer like he was just a fat guy that had power that was like fighting anybody like things ha- you know what i mean like shit just shit just happens that way so i i, I don't know I, I i think people are taking it maybe a, a, a little bit more serious but i think to your point uh, the the actual fight itself, um, there was a lot of people. Oh well, it was it was fixed and it was fake. Like Ben Askren took a dive. Um, what 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 is your what what is your take on that? Do you do you subscribe to that to that notion? I I do to a certain degree. Like I think I think he had a he he knew that he probably wasn't going to win. Like I I think that's probably the mentality. Like he was like Jake Paul was like listen. I need, I need, you know, I need someone to go up against me with some, with some name recognition guy with some fighting background, because he probably saw the reactions to what he did to Nate Robinson. It's like, well, who gives a shit? Like Nate (laughs) Robinson's a fucking four, three basketball player. He's probably like, all right, I I want, I want to fight someone with some credibility to his name. And I'm sure the guy was probably like, well, I don't really know boxing, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll be fine. Like pay me and, and we'll talk. I don't think he took a dive. I'm sure he was trying to do his best. I just don't think his his best is very good. So I, I, I don't think it was like, a, like, but see, this is the thing that blows my fucking mind. How does Jake Paul do, why does he go boxing when he so clearly could make a name in wrestling? In WWE doing that fucking shit. Like, if that's what he should be known for. That's what that platform is for. And and the people who the people who think like what he's doing in boxing is ridiculous are the same people who love WWE. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because it's just that's what they love. So I that would be my question to Jake Paul. Why did you go boxing route instead of wrestling where you would so clearly be one of the biggest stars? Yeah. Well, I think I think to a certain degree with boxing, you're able to bet on yourself because he's partnered with Triller and it's a pay, it was a pay-per-view event. So he's betting that yeah. in this platform, there's not very many. I mean, well, wrestling does pay-per-view, but I don't think they get the wrestlers themselves don't get any of the splits like boxers get the way boxing works is that you get all of the money like. So if me and you were fighting and we split the pay-per-view money 50 50. We get all of that 50, but then it's like our promoter would get two percent manager gets three percent whatever it is so like we take away all that money and then the people who are supporting us get a little bit of it as well that's how they get paid but it's like i don't think any like i don't know how ufc's model is very very weird their fighters don't get paid very much 
just in general. So I'm not exactly sure how their um, pay-per-view model is. But uh, I guess sticking with that question is like people, I think the only person in question can be the ref. The ref probably shouldn't have stopped the fight. That being said, Ben Askren has a really weird walk. Had you just seen him walking like that, you would have thought he was out on his feet, but he just kind of walks like that in general, just this weird, like, hunchback type of thing. <laughs> um, but the shot itself was legit. He set it up with a jab, uh, a jab to the body, hit him with the overhand right to the temple, and when I saw the when I saw it uh, just in real time, I was like, oh, that seemed like a solid shot. When I saw the ringside footage, of like cell phone footage, it was very clearly a really hard shot that that caught him right in the temple. And it, when you, you there's certain things in boxing that are telling. When someone gets hit with the shot and their knees either stiffen up, like their legs stiffen up, or they wobble a little bit, those are the telling signs of hey, someone's hurt. Uh, and when he got caught on his way down, his legs locked, like his knees very clearly were stiffened. Um, so I knew he didn't fake that portion. And the reason that I say the only person that could probably be in question here is the referee because he probably shouldn't have stopped the fight. He, his legs seemed to be under him when he was up. He wasn't wobbling around. His eyes yeah. weren't glossy. He didn't seem, but the shot itself was, was legit. He got knocked down. He was, you know, it was a shot that took a little bit out of him. Um, but all in all, I, I, again, I, I think people were taking it just way too serious. He, he He's never going to be a huge thing in boxing. He, he Not only will he not beat people in his own weight class, he weighs 190 pounds. If you took like the best, I mean, you took Canelo Alvarez, who fights at 160 and 168, Canelo would decapitate him. If you take Errol Spence, the best 147 pounder, he has 50 pounds on Errol Spence. He would get decapitated against Errol Spence. Like, and it didn't even matter, not even his own weight class. Like, guys who are the top of the sport, they he, he, he will never reach that. So no matter how long he does it, no matter how many MMA guys or even amateur boxers, he's never going to reach some status, you know, in, in, in boxing. So he's just going to be sort of that sideshow, uh, which to me, I'm, I'm not really against. Like, I, I like what Triller is doing just in general. Hey, these entre- they, they had entrepreneurs on there fighting, guys I never heard of. And yeah. I was like, I mean, if, if guys want to duke it out and then donate their money to charity, like, why not? Like, I, I yeah. you know, it's sort of that. And to a degree, on an individual level, like if I was ever to be approached, not I'm not acting like I'm some celebrity or anything, but just speaking, if I was approaching like, hey, here's 50,000 bucks, you can donate half of it, you get to train for eight weeks. That's a pretty cool experience on an individual level. Why wouldn't I want to go through an eight week training camp and push my body to the limit and fight somebody? It, you know, like, who says no to that? You know what I mean? Like. So I, I, I just think it's not bad for the sport because these guys aren't, you know, they're not, they're not, one, they're not taking away opportunities from other people. This is like, you know, as much as I, I don't want to get into politics, as much as I dislike capitalism, this is what capitalism is. These guys know that people are going to pay to see them and they're going to get paid for it. It's just yeah, is mean, what it is. They're, they're not making a dent in the sport of boxing by any means. They're just getting money. Right, right. Like, like that's, but again, I think that just kind of goes back to, people not understanding this, the state of boxing right now. Like they think this is all it is. Like they, like this is just what boxing is now. And it's like, no, like, like I think that might be part to it as well, where it's like, they think boxing has kind of died and they think it's trampling on the legacy of Muhammad Ali or something like like that, that must be the mindset because why else would you be getting so upset about this? Like, if you don't want, if you, if you don't, if you think it's a mockery, don't fucking watch. Why, why, right, right. You don't, 
you don't need to be a part of every single thing. And honestly, I'm curious about kind of your perspective on this. Like, do you think there's a chance that it actually helps boxing in the sense that it gets the sport out there a little bit more? Like, well, so this is the thing. It, it's funny that you said that because I was actually just going to say to go out on a limb. If we're if we're seeing whether or not it hurts or helps boxing, I personally think it helps more than it hurts for for one really big reason because this isn't the only card with Triller uh, that they're going to put on one. Well, I guess so too. But then two, even this card, they had a championship fight on the card. Regis Progray and Ivan Redcatch fought each other, and Regis Progray is one of the best boxers in the world right now. He was one of the best 140 pounders. He moved up to 147. He's been making his name there. They're highlighting actual boxers on these cards. They're not just like, they have some entrepreneurs and and rappers and actors and and everything. That's going to be there too. But I I do think highlighting boxers as well, like they've done. And then uh, next month, Tiafimo Lopez, uh, it's going to be a really good fight. Um, against George, uh, I'm blanking on his last name, Car- Carasas, I think, I, I forget how, but he both really good fighters. Tiafimo Lopez just beat the number one pound-for-pound guy last year. He's an up-and-coming dude, a young, a young uh, Honduras kid that looks like a killer. Like, they're putting real boxers on this platform. They're not just fighting in a backyard and taking all the money and running to the bank. Like, they're, they're, they're do. I think they're doing their, their due diligence to use the star as clown, as, as clown of a way as, him and the Paul brothers have made their name. We can't deny that they're stars in, in, in the, the social media world, right? Like they're using that star and actually highlighting real boxers who have earned it. So I, I, to me, I don't think this is a taking away anyone's opportunity. There isn't a boxer right now that's like, man, that goddamn Jake Paul, you know, he fucked up my championship fight. He fucked up my big money fight. No, there's still money for you. There's still, you may even fight on a card one day. Like it's not taking away from the sport itself by any means. So I do think it's helping more than it's hurting by probably tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I figured that was probably the case, honestly, if guys like you, like you were saying, it just provides more opportunities. And I mean, I, I just, I don't see how him boxing makes the sport <laughs> like, like the three on three tournament thing that ice cube did. Like that's a ruined basketball. Like it's just, it's yeah. It, people are just so, dramatic i think these these days when it comes to stuff like loosen up man have some fucking fun with it i i just i don't know how people take this shit so goddamn seriously um you know that being said you know football is by far the most important thing on this earth and that's why me and frank talk about it every single fucking week um and why we'll absolutely do the uh do the draft next week but i'm so excited for that we can live stream that too I, i i know how to then, then we'll 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 do that. We'll 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 have some live stream drafting going on. Um, I think it'll be a ton of fun. Frank, this episode was actually really enjoyable. Um, you know, I'm sure you'll convince me to talk about some boxing a little bit more uh, uh, down the road, just because I, it, it's an interesting conversation and it's, you know, I think I I, I want to go a little bit more in depth with it in terms of like, because yeah, boxing was just so fucking huge, and I, I wonder if like how the TV landscape and how it presents sports has, has changed because as much as like NFL, like every week feels like it's an event, the Super Bowl feels like an event. And I think that's what boxing's biggest strength was is that these mm-hmm. fights would be an event. But when you have every basketball game being televised, all 82, all 162 games of baseball being televised, it's just like, it's hard to get excited about a fight that happens every once, every what, you know, year every month things like that and and i know there's 
you know, boxing almost every week, but I'm talking like big names. The stuff. events, right, right, yeah, right. Exactly. So I, I, you know, maybe, maybe we'll have to bring this back. Um, I know we still want to get to some of our basketball talk as well. Um, you know, with the play in games coming up. Um, so we have a lot planned for you guys. Uh, but by far next week is, is an episode that I've been looking forward to, uh, for about like four months or so. So we'll, we'll definitely have some fun with that. Uh, Frankie, any, anything else before we want to get out of here? No, no, I, uh, I think that's everything, man. I, I just like I said in, in the beginning, I, I knew I knew it wouldn't be too long of an episode. There really hadn't been much, um, and I, honestly, I'm glad that there hadn't been much. So we we had a chance to to touch on a little bit of social commentary as well that I think is uh that I think is very important uh in the world. So, but yeah, no, nothing for me. I I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm excited to get it. I I'm really excited for that draft. Uh, next week i think though this weekend we may have to hop on so i can tweak some things with obs to to make sure that that we can live stream it correctly but we should be able to live stream it straight for facebook for everyone uh, that's watching but then i should be able to also get the audio and then also broadcast to those who can't watch live so yeah it'll, it'll can, be uh, a ton of fun it'll be it's yeah. gonna be you know what it's gonna be our event that's gonna be our event of the year um until the bears are uh, in the super bowl and uh, we do our Super Bowl show. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a few months. Uh, but we appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, I'm, Frank, I'm glad we were able to do something a little bit different. I think this was uh, good conversations to be had. Um, if you guys have any you know, differing opinions about the Derek Chauvin stuff, keep them to your fucking self. You're wrong. It's just plain and simple. I don't, there's no other side to this. So um, yeah, fuck you. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, Go get your COVID vaccine shots as well. I just got my yeah. second one. Frank's about to get his second one as well. Um, keep it going, man. I'll talk to you next week, Frankie. NFL Absolutely. draft. Here we come. Later, Jackie. Thanks for listening, everybody.